This episode contains depictions of death and body horror. If either of these topics are difficult in any way, please join us on another adventure. Thank you. I've told you the story of how I got arrested, but I didn't tell you why. Here it is. Uncut, unedited, straight from my diseased brain to your dead ears. I'd been at university for a year. I liked it much better than high school, not least of all because the classes were actually beginning to be hard. I loved art. I loved talking about it. I loved people staring at me because they thought I was smart and not because of my leg. I didn't really have friends, but I had acquaintances. I had people who walked with me from class to class. I made surface-level conversation with them, weather, classes, homework. Once a girl even asked me out. I said no, politely as I could, but still. I wasn't a pariah anymore. Nobody cared about me, which meant that nobody hated me. It was peaceful. If my time growing up in our little house on chicken legs in Siberia was lovely for its strangeness, my time at university was lovely for its bland normality. I soaked it in and felt it transforming me into someone who might one day have held down an office job or had a family. Sounds so goddamn depressing when I talk about it now. After everything that's happened, that time seems like it went on around a completely different person. The me that I was could maybe have had a normal life. The me that I am now? I'll be lucky if I live to the end of the week. What the fuck? You can speak English? I'm a talking wolf and your first question is about how I can speak English? I mean, it's the Russian woods. I'm assuming you're Russian. I, yes, I'm Russian. Do you always question animals about their ethnicity? I don't know. You're the first talking animal I've met. It's kind of a shock. Oh, God, Jesus Christ, stop doing that. Oh, shit. Is this better? No, that is not better. You just turned your skin inside out. I thought your problem was with me looking like an animal, so I changed to look less like an animal. That was not my problem with this. Now you just look half human and half wolf. It's really fucking creepy. Okay, shut up. And now this is just opening up more questions, like are you inherently an animal? Is this a werewolf situation? Were you a wolf first, or were Shut it? up! Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Right. The shut up is still in effect. Oh, okay, sorry. I've been following you since the, the building. The city? Yes. The one with the men, with the guns. It was very loud there. I was watching to see who made it out. Was I the only one who made it? Yes. Are you going to kill me? If I was going to kill you, you'd be dead. Right. That's very scary. Good job. Top marks. If anyone told you you're incredibly irritating. Yes, all the time, usually accompanied by punching me. This will come as no surprise then. No, no, wait! I've used magic all my life, like my mama and baba before me. Maybe used makes it sound more deliberate than it actually was. 
magic's been a part of me. I've been magic all my life. It's never been intentional. It's just been feelings that tend to manifest for me more often than most people. It was like I always found a place to sit at every event I've been to. I won every card game. Animals loved me, always stopping to say hi when their owners were walking them by me. Kids stared at me with wonder, and it was always about more than just my leg. People who bullied me in school tended to slip on ice or make stupid mistakes on their exams. It was just things like that. Things that could be chalked up to a bit of luck. It got worse when I turned 18. All of a sudden... There was a football field on my university campus. It wasn't made for football, but that's mainly what it was used for. I used to lay down there between classes when my legs started to hurt. One day I noticed that as I lay there the grass had started to grow up around me. Dandelions would sprout and grow and turn into their little white ball phase and blow away in seconds while I was still lying there. I'd sit up and see that the grass had grown and knotted up over my legs like I'd been there for decades. Once there was actual moss growing on my prosthetic. I thought about calling my Baba about it. I thought she'd be able to explain it. But I hadn't talked to her since I was the sobbing 13-year-old hiding behind her skirts as my Baba came to drag me away. It seemed like too much trouble. Maybe if I had, none of this would have happened. I like to believe that. I like to believe that all of this could have been avoided, that it was all my fault, that if I'd been a little bit more careful and a little bit more smarter, if I start thinking that this was unavoidable, that this whole story was written for me and it was always meant to end this way with me in a stolen truck speeding through the dark woods, well then I start to feel a little bit insane. It's all about control, Ben. I'm sure you can sympathize. All humans want is to pretend they're in control of any part of their lives. How'd that work out for you? Sorry. Too soon. Shit. Fuck. Did you knock me out? No, you fell. Very conveniently. Are all woodland creatures as full of shit as you? The foxes are much worse than me. Count yourself lucky. Oh yeah, I feel really lucky right about now. Do you even know how to, how to drive? This is a lot easier than driving a carriage or riding a horse. It's just pushing your foot down and turning a wheel. <laughs> I think I can manage. How long have I been out? All night. All night? How hard did you hit me? I think you needed to sleep. Your body just took the opportunity to shut down for a bit. This feels very patronizing. Oh no, your feelings matter so much to me. I'm heartbroken. Alright, smartass. Why did you follow me? You remind me of someone. What? Who? Do you remember what happened in that building? I've been trying to. It's getting harder. I could make a joke, but... Don't make the joke. Sorry. Maybe you should keep recording?
if it helps you remember. How do you know about the record? Hey, that's mine! Did you listen to that? It was boring while you slept. Howling at the moon only takes up so much time. I had to do something. You talk a lot. It wasn't meant for you. Too much, some would say. Alright, dickweed. Nobody alive was meant to listen to it. Did you get arrested? I mean, I know how. Tragic and all, but for what? Why did they lock you in a tiny building in the middle of nowhere? I was just getting to that. A guy had been bothering me for weeks. Showing up after some of my classes, trailing me when I walked home, catcalls, smart-ass comments, etc, etc. He was part of the university experience. I never really meant for it to happen. It was the first time my magic had felt more like a hindrance than a help, and it... Fuck, let me just tell you how it went down. He had followed me after class. It was the middle of the day, but my afternoon studio art had been cancelled, so I was heading for the metro station as fast as I could. He kept saying... some dumb shit or other. I don't remember. It's not important. It felt important. I turned around to tell him off. A small crowd was growing by then, mostly people I remembered from my classes. I was cursing him out by that point, they were laughing. I saw his face growing red, but I didn't care. I thought he deserved it. Then it... Fuck. All the important moments in life happen so fast that the only way to describe them is step by step. He raised his arm and swung the backhand me across the face. I flinched away, my weekly, monthly, yearly beatings giving me the proper reflexes to shut my eyes and throw my own hands up the block. Everyone around me gasped. I opened my eyes. There was a thorny vine climbing out of his mouth, two more out of his eye sockets, twining around his neck, his torso, his arms, everywhere just plants. He was becoming one with some forest that didn't exist. After that first gasp it was silent, they were all staring at me. I was used to it, but not like that. People used to stare at me with contempt, but they... My classmates, my friendly acquaintances I had bitched about homework with, they were staring at me with pure terror. I got my things and sprinted for the metro station, ignoring the pain in my leg. When I got home, I sat in the corner of our room, trying to convince myself that maybe I'd been drunk. Maybe it had been a prank, maybe it hadn't happened quite like that because it couldn't have, but I... I knew it was real. And then the police came? And then the police came. You've been telling this story wrong. The fuck are you talking about? This bullshit has been you building your nerves up to talk about the important things, because you didn't really want to. You're hoping something would happen to you by now so you wouldn't have to cover up the actual meat of the story. This is where it starts. Once upon a time, Sasha Morinitz woke up in a Russian military building.
Has anyone ever told you you're incredibly irritating? Usually accompanied by turning me into a wolf. Shit, really? No, this isn't my story. It's yours. Tell it. Any chance you know where to get coffee around here? Tell it, Sasha. Fucking fine. Some kids are born monsters. Some become monsters, and some have monsters thrust upon them. Once upon a time, there was a Russian military building for kids of the third kind. There were four of them, and 18-year-old Sasha Muramets became the fifth. This episode of Go I Know Not Whither stars Thomas Malinowski and Rose Madsen. It was written by Thomas Malinowski and edited by Olivia Spreen. Cover art is by our friend Sasha. You can find them on Instagram at at an art post a week. Special thanks to our patrons, Tessa Pedromo, James Harper, Jennifer Parlett, and John Ashley Mulvaney. Also, thank you to Vals Vinyatskovsky. If you'd like to support Go I Know Not Whither and any future podcasts, check us out on our Patreon and our Instagram at at and Spreen. We really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Always be nice to the plant life around you, especially if you plan to sit down on it and get up as the same person you were before. We'll see you next time, as we go we know not whither, to find we know not what.